You're listening to I Am Goddess Collective Podcast, a lifestyle podcast for the modern mystic woman, where we explore topics on spirituality, female empowerment, and entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Nixie Marie, and I will be here with you every Tuesday to sit together and rise, feel the energy of the sacred feminine, and explore what it means to be a goddess. Welcome to the podcast. Hello, beautiful goddesses. Welcome back to another magical day and episode of I Am Goddess Collective podcast. I am with a badass goddesspreneur sister here on the show today. <laughs> She's like laughing. She's like, I'm a badass. What? <laughs> That's how I see you. Um, <laughs> Ashley Strong, the psychic development coach, is with us on the show today. Hi, babe. Hi, how are you? I am amazing. I am really excited that you're here. She's actually been on the show like when this when I first launched the podcast. I want to say you were like the fifth episode or, or something. It was um, a while ago. It was a long time. We're in year three now. So it's been a minute. And uh, we thought, you know, it'd be great to bring her back on the show and talk a little bit more about psychic development, intuition, and whatever else kind of comes up. So Thanks so much for being here again and sharing your medicine. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited. I love connecting with you. It's going to be good. <laughs> I know. I was feeling really <laughs> excited just to see your face. And uh, it's been a minute too. So why don't you tell us like a little bit about, um, well, first we're going to really get into what psychic, like the different levels of what psychic gifts we each have like the clairs and and what that means and then sort of how we develop our intuition from there and and really understand like what gifts we do and don't have um, a lot of times I think I get the question of like how do I know if I'm psychic or how do I know if I'm you know clairaudient or clairsentient or what are the differences and for me personally it took some time to really figure that out and for me I'm very visual so when I learn to trust my visions, then that's when I get the most results, let's just say. So um, I guess my first question for you is just like, what are the differences between all of these gifts and these intuitive abilities that we have? And how can someone really understand like and begin to learn about all of them <laughs> other than studying beneath you it's a big question but <laughs> yeah no it's it's what I do every day so I'm excited to talk about it so the one thing that was coming up when um you were talking is I'm not surprised that clairvoyance is yours you are a very creative person like you love aesthetics you love beauty you love art and that's how it shows up and mm -hmm. so I think that is something like that's the perfect way into this question because these different abilities, and we have clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, and claircognizance. There's four main ones that show up for us. And they show up throughout our lives. And there's different clues that point us, you know, like this is your strongest one. But when we think about intuitive development, or we think about psychics or mediums, or however you want to say it, we think of clairvoyance. Like that's just where our mind mm. our minds usually tend to go you know we think of like someone that sees dead people walking around or someone that's right. sitting there with a crystal ball and most of the time that's not how it shows up um we all have intuitive gifts we are intuitive beings we are all energy and so 
we have the ability to receive that, but it shows up for each of us in a different way. So clairvoyance is going to be, you know, clear seeing. That's what it means. And this is most of the time going to be internally. Mm -hmm. So we're going to see images or visuals in our mind's eye. Um, I always get, and one of my most popular blog posts is I'm seeing faces when I close my eyes. And that is, um, that's how it shows up for a lot of us. Like we go to bed and we close our eyes and we get relaxed and we kind of, we let our walls down. And so things just start showing up for us. A lot of people see faces of people they've never met. They see colors, they see shapes, and this is how it starts. But mm. then when you sit down and you actually allow yourself to open up and meditate, you might realize these faces and these colors, they start showing up while in meditation as well. Um, so that's another thing. People are always like, why am I seeing colors in meditation? And, you know, they, it connects to different things, the chakras or what your guides are trying to show you. But I think the main thing is, you know, while we can, we have the ability to see visuals, clairvoyance also helps us when we're connecting with people, seeing past what they're putting on and seeing the truth and what they're saying and, you know, seeing someone's true character and their true nature. So it shows up in many different ways for us. Mm. And as an entrepreneur, I think you'll appreciate this too. When you're clairvoyant, you have a tendency to plan things out visually or like have to write them down and kind of map them out versus where somebody else might just like, they're doing it all, you know, on the computer or they're doing it all in a very analytical way where we, I'm clairvoyant as well. It has to be laid out in front of me. I have to kind of map out a plan visually. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so the next one is going to be clear audience. Okay. And clear audience is clear hearing. And clear hearing is, you know, most of us, the way that we receive clear audience is we embody a lifetime of talking to ourselves <laughs> and not just, not just like, you know, like a good job pat on the back, like a full conversation in your head. Some people talk externally to themselves. I mostly do it internally, but we don't realize like, oh, not everybody does this because we're so used to being in our heads and having these mm. back and forth conversations. One thing I always tell people is slow down a little bit and listen to what you're saying. You're going to notice that it's not just you. There are like two, maybe three different dialogues going on. One wow. that's like keeping you safe, one that's kind of holding you back. And right. generally that's going to be your ego. One that is pushing you to go forward, one that's full of love and that's going to be your higher self. And oh my God, when we chills. slow down to listen, yeah, when we slow down to listen, we're like, oh wow, you know, I am being guided. And as a clairaudient person, that is easy to tune into because we've been doing it our entire lives for most of us. Um, you know, and it'll also show up with, I've been woken up before hearing like somebody shout my name or hearing a hey right before my alarm clock is supposed to go off. And mm -hmm. it'll show up externally too, but, you know, bringing some of the woo-woo out of it so that everybody can understand how this shows up for them daily. We talk to ourselves. We hear things that no one else hears. Like we hear high-pitched noises. We hear thumps. We hear popping that other people don't hear. And then we are also generally really connected to music while simultaneously we get overwhelmed by a lot of 
sound or a lot of conversations happening at once. Mm. So how does someone really know, like, where do they begin with knowing what they are? And can someone be both? Yes, you can be both. You can be three. You can be all four. Um, I think for most of us, it shows up that we have a little bit of all four. They're generally one or two that are stronger. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm Claire. I'm mostly Claire audience and clairvoyant. And so those two kind of bounce off of each other. Whereas other people who are clairsentient, which is clear feeling and claircognizant, which is a clear knowing, those two have a tendency to kind of pair well together. But, you know, it's really a mix and a match. Um, the best way to figure out which are your strengths are to kind of go backwards, like take inventory of life. Like when you've had coincidences, how did they show up? Like what happened to transpire, you know, your inspired action or what happened to lead you to where you are today? And, you know, what are the quote unquote mystical experiences you've had, you'll see a pattern in how all of those have shown up. Um, but a really easy way to tell is I have a really fun quiz on my website, lightloveandspirit.com, that you answer a series of questions. And at the end, it's going to tell you what your strongest clear is. Oh, no. Amazing. Don't you yeah. love technology, how it, we can like bridge this gap between the woo-woo and the mystical and really bring it into like science and technology and that's amazing. Um, so what what is it that like when someone un starts to see visions or hears like, I know that there's a process and sort of the trusting of it, you know, and really just identifying like once you know what it is, how can you like what do you have as far as insight on how someone can really trust what they're seeing, hearing, feeling like so that they can get the most benefits from their guides, from their higher self, or, you know, shutting down the voice of the ego? That is a really good question. Um, and you brought up, you kind of answered your own point or your own <laughs> question. So the first step is telling your ego to step back. And that's something when I first heard it, I was like, how do I do that? I have no clue how to do that. And it really just starts with, okay, I'm inviting my higher self forward so that I can be guided. And thank you ego for trying to keep me safe, but I need you to step back now. This mm. is not your time. And so that's the first part. And then the second part is again, finding out which is your strongest clear and then flexing the right muscles. So something I always tell people is you don't go to the gym and do bicep curls to get a bigger butt because you would be working the wrong muscles. So <laughs> it's the same thing here. Like if you're sitting there and you are a clairaudient person, but you're so focused on feeling energy or you're so focused on seeing, you're not really going to be tapping into what your strength is. So mm. learning how to tap into those strengths by, and there's so many, I have so many little like down to earth exercises that I can, you know, teach and they're all over the website too, but just learning how to focus in on that. And then from there, that's where you get your validation. So the more that you trust and allow yourself to be guided, the more validations you're going to get, which is going to help you to trust more. So it's like this constant, circle like it all keeps coming back and I also tell people just like just a, a story to help people is this stuff used to scare me because for me I had nightmares I felt energy I felt like I was being watched and it was just overwhelming like my entire life and so 
everything shifted in one day, like in one moment, I stood in my kitchen and I was like, I just looked up. I did not know who I was talking to. And I was like, I'm ready to do this. I was like, I don't know who you are, why you gave this to me, but I'm ready to do it. But the first time you scare me, I'm done. I want to be safe and I want to use this for something good. And that day or the next day, my um, nightmares, they stopped. They completely stopped. So that was how I knew okay, there's something to this. Like I am being supported. I am in control and working in the light, you know, because that's, there's a lot of fear surrounding all of this because we're human and we want to see what is in front of us. And that is how we typically trust is that we see, we have the facts. But when we allow, when we trust ourselves and we trust our team, then we will see more synchronicities and we will get more validations and we will be guided more. Mm. It's like, it's almost like doors just appear where walls were because things just start (laughs) moving and shifting and it all works out for us. So, so beautiful. You know, I, I, I started having visuals of you when you're talking sort of that exactly like these doors that sort of were there before that we didn't even see, but, how they just show up, you know, when we really begin to trust. And I know that the physical eye has this ability to see things, right? But then when we go into the mind's eye and we we can see more, we can see within, we can see around us. And what would you say to someone who's like really wanting to see beyond the realms of the physical? I would first say that you have got to invite it in. You've, that is step one. You have to say, I want to do this. I'm ready to do this. I'm willing to do this. You have to raise your vibration. And that's with any of this work. Um, you have to raise your vibration. You have to move past fear and move past doubt. And I absolutely have exercises for that too, because it's a huge thing. But then there's a series of, okay, you have to learn to get in touch with yourself. You have to learn to sit and be still and listen and observe because that is a big thing. We go into this thinking like, okay, well, I've seen things before. So if I sit down and I close my eyes, I'm automatically going to get like this bomb ass vision. It's not like that. We actually kind of block ourselves. So really learning to, okay, go outside and take a few deep breaths and get grounded and then set the intention to see the energy of the trees or to see the energy of the sky. And then you may start to notice like, wow, I'm seeing little flecks of light, little sparkles, or maybe an aura of a tree that I didn't see before. And that's a really good exercise for anyone that wants to work with their um, clairsentience as well is actually walking up and trying to feel the energy of a tree because they're, they're just such powerful energy generators that if we just try, we can connect. And I have a course that really teaches people how to tap into each one of their abilities. Um, you're going to go through, you know, that, that quiz that I mentioned, it's completely free. You go in and figure out which is your strongest Claire. And then I have a quiz that when, or I have a course that when you go in, you're going to learn how to strengthen that one, but you're also going to learn how to strengthen the other ones because as you strengthen one, the others start to show up for you. Mm. Wow. That's amazing. You also mentioned a little bit about like raising your vibration and, you know, for, I think this is something that is so 
interesting to me and fascinating that we can actually raise our frequency. And, you know, this is really science at the end of the day. You know, there's nothing really woo-woo about it. And I, I love that that is something that you can kind of just tell someone, like, whether they're, they're believers in all this or not. It's just, like, simple facts. So what would you – what do you have some, like, tips on how someone can raise their vibration and what even that would look like and feel like and how they know, like, they're up-leveling or – I mean, you can call it an up-level or just a frequency upgrade, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's all about just, it depends on who I'm talking to. I'll say frequency vibration or right. like your vibe, just like raising your vibe. Cause every non-believers will still respond to that. Um, and for me, what changed for me was I started meditating. I had no clue how to do it. And I think everyone's so afraid to meditate because they're like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just sitting here and nothing's happening. But even just setting the intention to but that's the sit point down. that nothing's happening. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're right. <laughs> sit down and create the space and breathe. You know, really learn to connect to your breath. And then you mentioned something earlier about what the physical eye sees. Everything's about perspective or perception. And if we want to see the negative, we're going to see the negative. If we want to see the positive, we're going to see the positive. So I think a lot of shifting our vibration has to do with shifting our attitude and being willing to see the good and the negative situations and being willing to see the lessons in the most hurtful experiences. And that's probably, you know, meditation, creating space, shifting your perspective, and then affirmations, affirmations, affirmations. I live by affirmations. They shift my day. Whenever I'm having a bad day, they shift. And then uh, the last one I think is funny because this morning um, I posted on Instagram that I was meditating. And at the end, I was like, can you just show me, like, tell me what I'm supposed to be doing to get to my goal. And um, something completely unrelated. And I went to shuffle my cards and three deck or three cards fell out of my deck. Like they just shot out of my deck and all three had to do with surrender. Mm. <laughs> the surrender conversation. Yeah. Oh, that one's always coming up constantly, especially as an entrepreneur. It's like you really, I think that's, that's like everything about being an entrepreneur is actually surrendering, you know, and, and then it also mirrors into the psychic gifts and developing intuitive abilities right it's like you can't control your psychic gifts you can't control your um your you can I mean just control letting go of control you know it's it's definitely something that uh keeps coming up for me as well so what um what are some of the the benefits that you've seen in your business by using your gifts so my whole business is my gifts. Um, right. Interesting question for so, you. <laughs> yeah. So, well, let me, let me start by saying that the only reason I have this is because I started developing my intuition and you said we can't control it. So to an extent we can't, but the whole thing with, so some people have their gifts where they're like me and they're overwhelmed by them. And so we have to learn how to manage them. So think mm. about an empath An empath is a sponge and their biggest complaint is always like, I'm exhausted. I keep getting sick. Like I can't 
keep other people out of my energy. So we have to learn how to manage that, how to control and protect our energy. Um, and then, you know, on the flip side, someone who wants to allow themselves to be guided more or wants to really tap into that intuition can learn to do that as well. So we can learn to balance, control, and expand our gifts. Um, but for me, I was working in a job that I was just miserable. It actually has, it's so far away from what I do today. Um, but when I started to expand my intuition, like I said, doors just started opening. Mm -hmm. um, and so I have been guided to where I am. This was not my dream as a kid. I wasn't like, you know, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be a psychic medium and I'm going to have a blog. We didn't even like have the internet back then. <laughs> right? So, you know, this was not my plan. Um, but I allowed myself to be guided and with work, with, you know, my business and really my life, because at this point they go hand in hand. I mm -hmm. honestly do practice what I preach, you know, I put when I'm having an off day, I will sit and I will get grounded and I will reassess. And so for me, everything comes back to trust. Um, my hardest moment was after I, the month after I left my corporate job and then I freaked and I was like, was this a terrible decision? What mm -hmm. am I doing? And the thing that got me through it was trust and surrender. And I completely saw that show up and just making the space for myself because mm. while while we can develop our intuition for you know readings and things like that it's really for us and it's for our own healing mm. so when we do that we make the space for our healing and we make our, the space for ourselves to be guided and it just it's incredibly beautiful once you experience it you like can't go back to not allowing yourself to be guided mm. I concur to that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like once you um, dip your feet in like silky soft sand on a beach, it, you you go to another beach and it's like hard and coarse and you're like, I just can't, you know, I can't go back. It's I have this yeah. feeling and um, I think it's fun to then go exploring and searching for the next like the next office sand for example and and I think that that shows up for me in my intuitive gifts of like really just letting go of what I think they're gonna look like and feel like you know and, and just surrendering so I'm um, kind of going back to the course that you mentioned and and how it can help develop intuition why do you think that it's important for us to develop intuition right now in our modern times Oh my gosh. I just got chills when you asked me that question. Um, I think it's important because it's who we are. And I think especially now with how the world is, there's so much anger and, and I mean, we all know what's going on right now. There's no need to get into it, but we have become so detached even with, you know, technology. And though that's what my whole, you know, business is reliant upon, with technology, we become so disconnected from each other and from our authentic selves. And so when we start to journey back to our authentic selves and our higher selves and invite that in, we just, we see things so differently. We see people differently. We see situations differently. And then again, you know, I think so many of us are just walking around. It may not be us, but we feel like the doom and the gloom around us because people can be so negative and 
working with your intuition allows you to shift out of that and allows you to see most importantly, what and who is serving you and what, mm. what is and who is not. And then realizing, okay, I'm detaching from this, not out of judgment, but because it's going to be better for me and better for, you know, whoever else is involved. So that's a common, you know, misconception I think is that is that when we we remove someone or something from our lives, it's out of selfish reasons, but we can do it out of love too. And so just do, anyone can develop their intuition and this is why it's important. It's important because we need to return to who we are. We need to find our happy and our peace within. Mm. As a mother that you are, how has, like, I know that there's this like instinct that can come from being a mother. I don't have that experience with like children, but I have a cat <laughs> and I've got, you know, people in my life that I care about and business and things. And so I can sort of sense that feminine essence of having an intuition. And um, I think it's just really beautiful. And as a mother, like what has been your journey with having such a, like you have the layer of course of your intuition, but then going deeper into this being your life's work, how has that shown up in, in your journey as a mother? Um, I don't know why I just felt so much emotion with that. So <sighs> it's, it's been really powerful because I have seen in, well, one of them's too little to talk yet, but, um, in my son, I have seen just his heart, like the way that he cares about people, the way that he cares about our earth and the mm -hmm. way that he will, you know, he'll be like, mommy, I had to send so-and-so love today because they were mean and they had so much mean wow. in their heart today. And I'm like, wow. You know, like, I just think that that's so powerful because I wasn't taught anything like that, you know, like just the environment that I grew up in was so negative. And I think learning to work with my intuition has taught me the power of my choices, the power of my vibration, the power of my words and everything that I'm doing. And so being conscious of that, um, I've tried to, you know, put that into play in my own family and in my own life. And I'm seeing it show up with my five-year-old. It started showing up when he was two. And it's just really beautiful. I think that by us kind of stepping into who we are, we can help future generations to be kinder and gentler to themselves and to the earth and to mm. pay attention to their own vibrations. Mm so beautiful I can feel your journey it, being an empath I, it's so wild to me how often you know I'm doing interviews or just connecting with someone even on zoom and it's like I can feel this go this energy between us and it's like this mm -hmm. feel and see this like heart it's like you know the triple heart emoji that's like mm -hmm. pink and then it has another one around it and around it and around <laughs> yeah. it that's what I like just felt from that entire story and I think that's so powerful because women like we're our role and our responsibility right now is so it's so crucial for us to connect to this because we're bridging this gap between the masculine patriarchal world and the feminine essence of what it means to really tap into flow and and synchronicity and intuition and trust and surrender and we're teaching men this and you know I know you have so much experience because your man isn't like your husband is is someone who isn't really like 
so quote unquote, I mean, we're all spiritual, so I don't even want to say he's not spiritual, but I just know that your journey has been um, really different from his. And, and a lot of people often like wonder if they can have a relationship that's someone who's not, you know, in the same beliefs. But I think that by us tapping into our intuition is how we can guide the men, you know, because we can't just like leave them hanging. At least that's my perception, you know, like, yeah, you go figure out your shit when really we're like, we're the messengers, right? We're the bridge. When we do the work, they do the work if they're open and willing, of course. But, you know, I know you have a lot to say on that, that topic. So, you know, what would you say to someone who's, you know, intuition is really strong. They're building these gifts and they also have the men that are showing up in their life are, you know, not quite there. You know what I mean? I completely get it. Um, and you know, I've, I have changed 100%. I am not the same person you know, we all go through seasons and any relationship you guys are going to shift and you're going to change. Um, it's about growing together, but I am not the same person that I was when I was 21, when I was 24, I'm someone completely different that I look back on that girl and I'm like, Oh, I just want to give you a hug, you know, but my husband has been with that girl through each season. And I think this changing season was the hardest for him because everything about me changed. I no longer had a desire to gossip about people. I no longer had a desire to like, you know, my, my sense of humor changed and not in a bad way, you know, but everything about me changed. Mm -hmm. And he was a bit uncomfortable for a while. And I'll make a long story very short, but we, you know, it was all I wanted to talk about my spirituality and the things that I was experiencing because it was pure, magic. I mean, I was seeing so many blissful things. I was having so many synchronicities, like even our house, we completely manifested our house. And I just wanted him to see that, you know, I was like, wake up. I just want you to see it. But it took me a little while, um, to realize that that's not how we do it. That's not how we teach people. That's not how we guide people. Mm -hmm. And there was a pivotal moment where we were stuck in the car after renovating our house all day, like in traffic, the universe planned this. There was no escaping because all I wanted to do was run. But I had, you know, I just pushed him over the edge with my spiritual talk, I guess. And he was like, you know, this is weird. Like, this is all weird. They don't give you a book on what to do when your wife talks to dead people. And I was like, oh, you know, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> you got me there. They probably do, but I didn't know of one. Um, but there was a moment where I could have retreated and I could have gone back to being uncomfortable to make everybody else comfortable. And as women, that's what we are taught to do. And I just sat there and I was like, you know what, mind you, we're married. We already had a kid at this point, just bought a house. And I was like, I'm sorry. I was like, I'm not going back to being I finally know who I am. I finally Mm. know and love who Mm. I am and I feel good and I'm not going back there to make you or anybody else more comfortable. So I was Mm. like, it's your choice. You can come with me or you cannot. And then Mm. I have a whole blog on this. I was just sitting there like, oh God, please come with me. Please come with me. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But I didn't say that, you know, all I wanted to do was run away and he like sat there for a minute. He's like, I'm not going anywhere. Mm. He's like, but you got to give me time to adjust to this because this is all new to me too. And he was right. And one thing that I tell people that I think we don't think about is think about how long it took you to get here and for you to accept yourself and for you to understand 
who you are. You can't expect everybody else around you to jump on board right away because most of us are doing this work internally for a long time before we let anybody else know what's going on. So, you know, my first instinct was like, well, you should have known. I was always into haunted houses and I was always into this and this. And he's like, no, I just, (laughs) you know, I thought that was something you're into, but, and then teaching them is just living the life, just living a spiritual lifestyle, embodying your truth, living in your bliss, allowing yourself to be guided. And again, raising that vibration, because when we raise our vibration, it trickles out. Like you said, with that heart emoji, it goes out and out and out and it touches people and people can feel that and they will respond to it naturally because they are energy. Mm, So powerful. I just had so much emotion come up for me just hearing that story, um, mostly because I think so many people can relate to that, you know, and also how we can actually teach people is is in the doing and is in walking the talk it's not about preaching you know nobody wants to be pre like shoved down this this idea or thought or philosophy they want to find it themselves and and I think that that's really important to remember we we found this ourselves too you know nobody shoved anything down my throat um I can make a sexual into window there, but I'm not. And, (laughs) (laughs) but you know, (laughs) literally we found this ourselves. We discovered this. And I think that how we did going back to intuition is that our intuition really led us there. Yes. And I just got chills and you know, that's what I was going to say too. Like our, we are all on our path exactly where we need to be, you know, we have free will, so we can keep steering off that path, but something's going to keep bringing us back. And that's why a lot of us try to shove this down. We're like, this is coincidence. And then it shows up again a couple years later and we're like, (laughs) this is too much. And then it shows up again and we will, it will keep creeping up. I always tell people, you can try to shove it down all you want, but you don't need to learn to shove it down. You need to learn to manage it and utilize it Mm -hmm. for for the greater good of yourself and for others, you know, if you want to go down that path, but by you living your truth, it's going to help others naturally. So just, you know, we're all on our path. And like you said, we will keep being led back and led back and led back and shown different things until we get the point. And that was one of my things. One of my friends that had passed away kept coming to me in my dreams. And, um, he just, he was not showing up as his happy go lucky self when he was here. He was not being, he was just not being himself Um, when he kept showing up to me. And finally I was like, you can't come to me anymore if this is how you're going to be. And it stopped. And so that's kind of the thing that people Mm. can realize, like we have so much power, you know, with this and in our own physical lives as well. Yeah, we really, I, that's actually what um, I was meditating on a couple days ago and uh, I can't remember what brought me there other than this whole fact of just how much work it takes to really like every day to really remember and reclaim that power because so much around us in this modern world is trying to take us out of it. You know, we get outside and we get in our car and then there's traffic, there's people screaming, there's, you know, car accidents, there's arguing, there's, there's so much constantly trying to pull us away from who we really are and listening to our guides and our intuition and our higher self, the ego, the biggest enemy of all, but also can be our friend if we allow it to be. And I think that, you know, it's really important that we just 
like pause every day and reconnect with 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 all of this that we're talking about here and you know this leads me to the next question of what what are some daily rituals that you practice to really bring yourself back to your center or or strengthen some of these gifts that's so funny that's what i was about to say <laughs> um, right before seriously um it starts with gratitude that mm. is what centers me what brings me back that is how i start my day before i get up in the morning no matter how tired i am i say three things that i'm thankful for um it could be you know the first three things that come to mind if i'm super sleepy like oh my god i'm thankful for this bed right now that i don't want to get out <laughs> of you know it's just gratitude i think really it's it's nearly impossible to be in a negative state of mind if you are sitting in gratitude. So I start my day with gratitude and then I get up and I meditate and I'm, you know, I am transparent as you can be. If you read my blog, you get me on the blog just as much as you get me right here. I don't meditate, you know, as much as I would like to. I wish I could dedicate two hours to it every day, but I do fit it in at some point. When I was, for everybody listening that is in the corporate world and that, you know, works at nine to five, I would take, you know, a little break to just sit at my desk and ground. And then on my lunch break, I would take 15 minutes to sit in my car and meditate and just really get connected. Um, and again, gratitude. As I move about my day, every single day, I pick up things and I just say that I'm grateful for them. Um, I think he, I told you the story before of like picking up the forks in my kitchen. And I was just like, Oh, I'm so grateful today. Like it's just yeah. little things like that. And then as far as maintaining my gifts and growing them constantly, I'm always tuning in. I'm always, you know, doing, there's an exercise in the course where you are to sit outside and you just kind of become aware. You become aware of your body, of your surroundings, and then you expand out a little bit. And okay, I hear birds, I hear a lawnmower, but then tuning into that, because that's all it is. It's really, really tuning into what's already around us because mm -hmm. spirits around us, our guides are around us all the time. So when we tune in, okay, I'm hearing birds. I'm hearing like six birds. Now I hear like three or four different types of birds. And that lawnmower is way down the street. It's not next door. So just focusing on those things. It's very meditative. It's mm -hmm. very grounding and it expands your intuition. And then one exercise I've been doing, um, recently for the third eye is to, I open up my chakras, um, and then I go up to the heart and I watch a green light go up from the heart to my third eye and out of my third eye. And then instead of like, focusing on it or like, you know, furring your brow, you just become aware and just really, really become aware. And then that's when it'll start to tingle. And that's when you can feel your third eye expanding. And it's just, there's so many simple exercises that we can do to really expand our gifts. And then the other thing is anyone can do this. You don't have to um, be super grounded or anything. Ask for a sign. If you are not believing in that you're supported, ask for a sign from your guides and then ask for something specific yes. and give it a day, give it a time frame too, like one to three days and watch it. It will show up for you and it will show up in different ways. Sometimes it'll be like slapped in your face from five different <laughs> angles. I love that you brought that in because that's actually one of my favorite ways to sort of prove to myself or just ask for like, 
a message and a, and a, and a, and a guide of which way I'm supposed to go. Um, just to add to it and give an example, I actually often work with bee energy and ladybugs. And so what I'll do is I'll ask my guides or just speak to the bee or speak to the ladybug and say, you know, I'm really stuck right now. Can I see which way I need to go? Um, if it's this way, show me the bee. If it's this way, show me the ladybug. And by today, like if I'm not clear about when, then I won't see it until like a month later. And I'm like, oh, yeah. there's the bee. And literally a bee will, I've had so many crazy moments where a bee will fly into my car, land on my knee and then leave. Or a ladybug will ended up on my boyfriend and I at the time we're going through a big like conversation around trust and my healing around it. And we're on top of like a huge building in the middle of downtown LA and a ladybug flies and lands on him. And I'm like, how does a ladybug get up this high? They don't fly this high. There's no way. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how this happened. And it's just like, you've got, like, those are the miracles that when you really speak to your guides or ask for the love, like your angels, and this is what, like, they are coming in saying right now is they just want you to work with them. They want you to speak to them. They want you to talk to them and your gu- everything, you know? And the more that you create that dialogue and communication, I think that's how it's just like, so much can unfold. So I wanted to kind of add that because I'm so passionate about working with spirit in that way. Yeah. And that's the other thing, you know, we all have spirit guides and we have angels and we have a spirit team, but they don't want to interfere and they don't want to scare Mm -hmm. us without our permission. So that is one thing that everyone needs to know, just creating that dialogue, whether you pray, whether, you know, you're just talking to them, whether you meditate, creating that dialogue, even if you're not hearing them back invite them in. And like you said, Time frame is so essential. Um, you know, I recent mine is a bald eagle. That's always been like my mm. big thing. I I use bluebirds because they're rare, you know, and then and they're easy to spot. And then a bald eagle because it's a bald eagle, and they're obviously we don't have a lot of them. Um, so on days where I really need a sign, I'll ask for a bald eagle, and I kid you not, every single time. Actually, we were on a walk one day and my husband who guys I'm still with, by the way, even after that conversation, uh, he supports me 100% now. He's wonderful. Um, he's like, Hey, look at that. And I turn around and a bald eagle was flying like solo right in front of us on our walk. And I just teared up because I was like, I just asked for this. Um, it's so funny you brought that up because I just was going to say another thing where I was envisioning something very similar where I was sitting with my boyfriend and we're like out in the middle of the desert and there was all these stars and I was sitting there and just asking like, if this is the man I'm meant to be with, show me a shooting star. Boom, like that. And it came in so hard. Like, Yeah, I mean, these, but this is the reality. Like you can ask and receive that, that quickly, you know? And sometimes it does take, let's be honest, you know, it takes time, but when those moments happen, it's, it's like beyond. And then you can show them, then you can show them, Hey, I just thought this and I asked for it. And that just happened. And then they start to become believers, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually that happened. Um, and this will be my last story about it, but that <laughs> happened recently. I am manifesting a trip to Hawaii. Like that's what I'm doing this year. And my husband has known that I've talked about it a lot. And so we're driving 
is a 10 minute drive. It was not a long drive. And I look over and I was like, Hawaii on a license plate and license plates are my things. Look mm. for words on license plates, you know, ask for spirit to send you signs via license plate. But there was a, a Hawaii license plate. And I was like, look, there's a sign. And he's like, yeah, that's because you're looking for it. And I was like, exactly. And then he just didn't have anything to say. And then we drove along and we saw Hawaii like on the side of a van. And then we saw like Aloha. So we saw three different things that pointed to or had the word Hawaii in them within this 10 minute drive. And he was just like laughing and shaking his head at me. And I'm like, you see, when you look for it, it shows up. <laughs> right. And so that maybe was a little bit preaching of me, but also showing him yeah. how things were. And if you just put your energy on something, it's like energy goes where attention flows, right? So mm -hmm. it's it's really just putting your attention, like, yeah, it's showing up because your attention's there. So the more that you put your energy and attention on something, like, like really developing your intuition or really focusing on your psychic abilities and what Claire, Claire's gifts that you have, it will manifest mm -hmm. more, right? So... I think, um, yes. I think you brought in so much there with all of that and, um, this, this like understanding of what it really looks like to lead a life with all of these gifts, you know, and the, the magic and the possibilities that are available to you when you really trust and surrender and, and activate all of this. Yeah, it, it has completely 100% transformed my life. I was a pretty, I, I was in a pretty negative space and pretty depressed. And this has just changed everything for me. It's changed my relationships. I've never been healthier, like mentally, physically, I've never been happier. You know, I still have my moments. We all do. But I think the really powerful thing that this has also given me is I more easily navigate through those low moments and I don't get stuck there. Whereas I used to, because I can feel the love around me. I can see the signs I can meditate and I can ask for answers and I can receive them. Mm -hmm. Um, because I think that's the other thing we're always looking for answers outside of ourselves when most of what we need is inside. If we just sit and listen and feel, you know, with our clear sentience, we allow that energy to come in or with our clear cognizance, we allow that knowing to guide us and then just the more that you follow those intuitive hits the more that the universe is going to give you so just like you said you know putting our awareness on it putting our attention on it is going to make it grow same thing with your intuition and there's so there's so many simple exercises that you can do to really focus on each of those muscles that are going to help them to grow mm. yeah wow thank you so much I am uh I'm feeling a lot of um, just like empowerment from realizing that these conversations are happening now, you know, and that we even just get to sit here and take a pause from our busy lives and career and, and everything and just talk about developing our intuition. You know, it's like that alone is so is so is it just shows where we're at you know, in, yes. in everything. And, you know, for anyone out there that is really looking for, looking for how to, tr like not even looking, but just knows that there's something greater within you that isn't either tuning in or listening or following the right path, because we're always searching for our purpose and our path. And, you know, I think that we have to really come back to 
this 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 right here of the of the intuition and that third brain and really fit, like go from there you know and then see what will come forth so you know i think i think you've really s- delivered such a beautiful array of of how we can really um tap into that but i know that you've got a a recent course that you are sharing with the world and i kind of wanted to just hear a little bit about what that looks like and you know bridging from the conversation of having like developing all these gifts and then putting it into practice it's like we can sit here and this is why i love courses and you know really putting something into action because we can sit here and talk about this all we want right and inspire you to progress and move forward but it's really now up to you to go implement what we've discussed here and I think that's that's really walking the talk and that's really how you're going to inspire and impact and enroll others into you know your life and who you are now just like your example that you created with you know your husband so before I ramble on any longer (laughs) um, can you kind of share a little bit about what this course is and how it's going to support someone and what their takeaways are going to be um, if they're interested in really diving deeper into their intuition Absolutely. So the first thing that I want to say is the reason this course was created was because I had been going down a rabbit hole for like two years and I was getting not very far. I was, I felt that pull to, like you said, there was something outside of me. There was something greater than me and I didn't know what it was, but I know, I knew that I needed to get closer to it. So like there, when you are ready, when your soul is speaking to you, you're going to feel this pull. Like I need to read the spiritual articles. I need to figure out like the truth of what's out there. What are they not telling me? Like that, that kind Mm -hmm. of rabbit hole. And so we start to go down it and a lot of us get overwhelmed or we get what I call a spiritual burnout. Like we just, there's so much information coming in and none of it's being put into practice because we're learning tidbits and we're not absorbing enough. And so this course has everything that I wish I had when I was getting started. Um, There are, it's broken up Claire by Claire. So there are four main Claire's and you're going to learn how to it, it's a gradual increase because I also don't want people to jump in and then feel that overwhelm of like, whoa, 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 this is too much too soon. I'm shutting it all down again. So there's a gradual increase of learning how to tap into each clarability, how it shows up, how you can implement it throughout your day to day and how you can connect with spirit more if you want to. So that's the main part of it. But then there are some bonuses in there and some mini courses within it because we all need to learn how to work past fear because there's fear of judgment there's fear of you know what people are going to think and our family our friends but then there's fear of like spirit and tapping into the unknown too so I teach people how to get through that teach people how to get through the doubt like like you were asking how do we learn to trust this there's a whole section on how do we get past that doubt how do we get the validations that we need how do we know that we're actually being supported and that we're not just being crazy. Mm. Um, Because that's what a lot of people ask me, am I crazy or is this something? (laughs) Um, And 99% of the time it's something. Um, But then, you know, there are, there's a third eye workshop in there because learning to tap into our third eye is a big part of our intuition, not just clairvoyance, but all of our intuition. And so it's important that we learn how to do that 
we are going to learn how to do automatic writing. So that is a really great tool for anyone, especially the empath and especially um, a Claire audience person, because as we start writing, when we learn how to do automatic writing, our higher self will step in and our ego will step back, like we talked about in the beginning. And all those answers that we needed, like they're just gonna come flowing out and you're gonna have that validation because like you said, we need that tangible evidence and those words are not going to sound like you. there's so much more. There's actually two different levels now. So we have the the original level, and then now we've actually put in a certification course for the second level too, where you're actually going to get to put all of that stuff into practical application and jump on a couple development circles um, live with me and some other members. So it's really expanded due to, you know, my own audience. Like I put in there the things that they ask for specifically. So these are things that I needed. Plus as the years have gone on, I've added things that people are asking me for. Right. Well, as you guys know, I, I often don't, um, bring on guests and promote as often, you know, I really like to have like conversations and shares, but the, the real truth is like, Ashley and I have developed a relationship for like, it's been since the beginning of the podcast. So three years now, and it's not often that you find somebody who is really doing the work and feels really authentic and whole. You know, I think there's so much out there that is like, like you said, a lot of information. There's a lot of courses. There's, you know, there's so much information. And I, I don't necessarily think that like you have to take a course to, you know, develop this. I think what we do need though, is we need support. We really need someone who's going to show up and hold us high and really take us there when we need to be held, when we need to process through these emotions and, you know, really dive deeper. And I really believe in Ashley's work and what she's brought and really just the wholesomeness that she brings. And I think she's going to be like your, your, she's like your intuitive psychic cheerleader. So, you know, (laughs) that's like the best way I can say it. So at the end of the day, that's really just I wanted to add that in because I know there's often conversations that can already hear them coming up now like, oh, you know, they're just promoting something. And, you know, yes, like this podcast has been free for three years, you know, and now I'm starting to really you guys have known, like, how are we going to grow this? This can't grow unless we really bring on and support our sisters like we've got to support each other. Otherwise, like we're just creating more of what we don't want, you know, so I just wanted to add that in from my heart (laughs) to really elaborate on why we're having this conversation and why I really believe in what um, this course is and what Ashley has to offer. So thank you very much for, you know, creating this and and coming on to really share like what what this is and um, the importance of psychic and intuitive gifts and how we can really like create the magic (laughs) that we're often you know really talking about so my last like couple more questions before we wrap up the show um where can where can everybody find you um we also have well first why don't you answer that and then I'll um sort of just let you guys know that we're actually doing a promo code that Ashley has created for the the um the course that she's we've been discussing so Ashley what is what is the course that you're offering the course is the intuitive development and progression 
video course. Um, and there is a promo code. It's goddess15 for 15% off. And then also there is the option for payment plans as well. The other day um, I had someone new take it and she's like, I think everyone needs this course. Every single person <laughs> needs to take this. So I think, you know, it is about meeting yourself and aligning with who you are, but you guys can all find me at lightloveandspirit.com. There are tons of free resources on there for learning to develop your intuition. Um, go take the, what is your strongest intuitive Claire quiz? Because that it's really fun. It's going to at least show you what you should be working with and how you can develop it. And um, like I said, tons of, there's video content, there's tons of blogs, lightloveandspirit.com. Amazing. And for those of you that are feeling that call and want to dive deeper in and really explore what this course is all about, um, Ashley has provided a promo code for you to get 15% off of your, um, of the course and that's goddess 15. So, um, yeah, you can head on over to her website and, uh, and sign up if that's what you want. I'm sure she can answer any questions for you if you have any around the course or anything of that nature. So, um, my last and final question for you, Ashley, like I ask every guest here on the show is bringing it back to the goddess. What does it mean to you to be a goddess? I think it means showing up authentically and showing up with love in everything that you do while also standing in your power and empowering others to do the same. Mm. Aho to that, sister. Thank you so much. <laughs> I love you as always. I hear you. I see you. I feel you. And uh, thank you so much. I love you guys. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to I Am Goddess Collective podcast. Before we say our final farewells, I just want to remind you of some things that are going on within the collective. First and foremost, I'm so excited to share that we launched a online membership called the Goddess Life Membership this year. What this is, is it's a monthly and weekly membership where you dive deep into a devotional practice with yourself, you get support from sisters, and you really create a self-love ritual practice. So every single month we gather for full moon rituals, and it's an opportunity for me to see you and see your face and connect with you on a deeper level, and you get to connect with me on a deeper level. You also get weekly guided meditations, you get weekly guidance, you get a theme every single Single week so we you know really get to explore these topics that we discuss on the podcast on a deeper level and it's a way for you to really integrate that which we talk about here I really believe that you know we can talk about all this stuff on the podcast all we want you can sit there and listen but until we really integrate and actually apply these tools and these tactics to our daily lives that's when we really start to see transformation so if you're interested if you're feeling the call to join the membership this online coven you can go over to iamgoddesscollective.com slash membership and sign up it's only 22 dollars a month it's like a gym membership for your soul so i hope to see you there and also i just want to remind you we have a private facebook group 
I Am Goddess Collective. You can find it on the search engine and Facebook. We've got an Instagram page, I Am Goddess Collective Podcast. So if the weekly podcast isn't enough for you, we do post every single day. And it's just daily inspiration, daily female empowerment, spirituality, moon cycle information, all that good stuff that we're all about here as a modern mystic woman. And lastly, I just want to remind you, if you're really loving the show and you're having such a great experience, if it's impacted you in such a really beautiful way, I would love to see a rating, a review. Please don't forget that iTunes and CastBox and all these amazing podcast platforms are awesome opportunities to share your story, to share how this podcast has impacted you. It really reminds me why I continue to do this. And also it really supports the show. It it supports the ability to bring new amazing guests on that are really, really amazing, awesome, smart experts in their craft. It also allows for us to expand the sisterhood and, you know, grow in the ways in which that I've discussed so many times on the show. So Thank you so much for being you. Thank you so much for listening. As always, I love you. I see you. I hear you. Until next time. Bye for now, sis.